Welcome to Conversations With. My name is Shaley Hugendorn and I live with Bipolar 2 Disorder. Sharing with others is healing both individually and collectively. Sharing our stories will educate others, bring more understanding, shed more light and smash more stigma. Our voices need to be heard. Our stories aren't over yet. This is Bipolar. Can you hear everyone? Welcome back to This is Bipolar. We're doing something a little bit different today. But first, I'm Shaley Hugendorn. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I am coming to you from the unceded traditional territory of the Katesi and Kwantlen people, otherwise known as Port Coquitlam. And I am with a familiar face if you watch or a familiar voice if you listen to the podcast. I'm here with Mick. And um, Mick, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself before we tell everyone what we're here to talk about? Absolutely. Um, well, hi, my name is Mick, better known as Mick B. Um, I talk about bipolar disorder and a little bit of ADHD. Um, on Instagram and TikTok, um, and I am a mental health advocate. Mm -hmm. I forgot to say that too. First time, if you're the first time here, I live with bipolar two disorder. I always think everyone starts from the beginning, right? But oh yeah. yeah. Wait, hold I have uh, bipolar one. I have ADHD, um, and I have a couple of anxiety disorders. And I am a uh, public health graduate student, so I am I'm yes. very into the health area, especially mental health. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna get us into what we're talking about today. Um, if you want to hear Mick's whole story, we had an amazing conversation. It, if you go back in the feed or on the podcast, it's everywhere. And I would love for you to listen to it because it was actually, it was a really fun conversation which is always hilarious and weird to say with mental health advocates because we're talking about ridiculously hard, somewhat dark things. But because we're together and we get each other, it it's kind of fun. So when I say that for people that don't live with mental illness, we're allowed to laugh. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so we're here today to talk about the work that Mick does. And I'm going to be coming alongside and um, promoting and being on this app called Matcha. So tell us about Matcha. What is the basis of the app? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, Matcha has been around only a couple of years. We're still, um, you know, kind of a startup, um, but we started on the basis of making mental health care more accessible, specifically therapy. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're based in the United States. Um, we offer therapists all across the United States. Um, and what really makes us different from other telehealth therapy platforms is that we focus on the steps to making therapy more accessible. Mm. Um, you know, the, the three big ones probably are um, accessibility um, in terms of can you go find a therapist? Do you have time to go find a therapist? What if you don't find the right therapist? Can you pay for a therapist? Do you have insurance for a therapist? And do you like your therapist? <laughs> you know, like, are you really making the progress that you want to be making? Um, and so we have a matching quiz that helps you sort of narrow down um, to a few therapists that you can pick from in your area. Um, also based on what you're able to pay um, if you don't have insurance, um, which we also file for you. So it just takes a few oh, steps yeah. in the process 
yeah, a lot simpler, a lot easier um, so that you can get to the healing part sooner. And so, um, you know, that being said, we recognize that there are, you know, health inequities in, especially in the United States with, you know, health insurance, um, but there are people who cannot access healthcare regardless of how easy you make it for them. Yeah. And so a large part of that is the healthcare system, again, particularly in the United States. Mm. So we've been wanting to do this for a while. We've been wanting to step outside of the teletherapy zone and move into something more accessible and more relatable. Mm. Um, so this app that we're making is going to be a video-based social media, but for health. So the best way I can sum it up is if Discord and TikTok and your favorite mindfulness app had a baby. Nice. So, <laughs> uh, the app, it's, it's more focused on communities than it is um, who you're following and uh, who you like and you know the, the algorithm bringing videos to you. It's not so much like that. It's more about letting you engage with an actual community and build real relationships. And it's for both um, creators and health professionals. So you're not just hopping on the app and talking to people with, you know, no education or certification or, you know, whatever health experience or position that someone might have. Um, you can also get content from health professionals, mm -hmm. um, you know, again, because a lot of people can't access health professionals. And so having some um, who share their insight online has been really helpful for a lot of people, myself included, yeah. um, you know, but at the same time, health professionals don't have your personal experience. And that's where advocates come in. And, you know, whether it's a funny TikTok or a more serious post, you're getting a, a real and impactful emotional effect from that mm -hmm. connection with those creators. Yeah. And so I think both of those are so important and so does matcha. And so that's why we have both of them. And it's not, it's not like separate spheres either. Um, the way that we're doing this is that, um, you know, app users can create communities, creators can create communities, health professionals can create communities, and then they can all interact together. So, you know, we could have a giant anxiety community. Can you imagine how much anxiety that we cause? <laughs> Uh, especially for people with, you know, like social anxiety, which I have a social anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. And so while an anxiety community would be really great for general things, I would probably benefit more from a social anxiety disorder community. Yeah. That's more, you know, specific to me and my experience. And so if I were to go on that community and see only professionals, I might not feel as personally engaged. But if I go on there and only see creators, I might not be 100% sure about the um, credibility of all the information I'm getting no. because personal experiences are very impactful, um, mm -hmm. but they don't you know, cover everything or the years of education that uh, oh. together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think um, our app is just, it's gonna be so much more impactful because we have both of those going on. Um, and so, the way that we're making it a little bit different from somewhere like TikTok or Instagram um, is that not just anyone will be able to make a video. Everyone will be able to comment. They'll be able to make like text posts and they'll be able to ask questions in the communities. But, you know, when anyone can make a video, it gets hard to monitor 
and it can be concerning because you don't know who is seeing what. And so our, one of our big goals is making a safer place. And by, you know, sort of meeting with these actual creators and health professionals before they start posting, I think will give us a better idea and give our users a, a like a higher level of comfort with uh, the content that they're getting. Yeah, yeah, with trusted people, right? Because um, I was actually having a conversation on someone's podcast the other day about like anybody can call themselves a mental health advocate and also positively, right? Uh, uh, to me, advocacy looks like even telling a few people. So, uh, you know, there's the both and that's amazing and awesome and I encourage everybody. But then also like, I'm very clear to be like, I am not a doctor. This is my experience and I don't study it. So I learn like the community on Instagram and the podcast, I learn something every time right so I never ever speak to that experience so I love that and you're right it would be chaos if everybody <laughs> was right um and so and the different experiences because I was like oh yeah I I joined the anxiety group and then I'd be like well wait a minute anxiety is different for me that lives with bipolar disorder so I would probably hang out more more there so it's um yeah it's it's really really interesting um I think you already touched on your main goals was there any other main goal in there that you didn't reach I know you said accessibility and you said credibility safe spaces mm -hmm. um anything else yeah those are those are kind of our main goals is a safer platform that is more supportive um and also increases health accessibility both just lived experience, personal information, um, and actual professional experience. And, you know, I should have touched on this, but um, yeah, yeah. the way that this like, takes it a step further in um, increasing health accessibility is that professionals who are, you know, like vetted and on the app and, you know, like separated out as professionals will be able to link their services on the app. So that when you're in a community and you are learning or, you know, you're there to um, share your experiences or you're just there to connect with other people, if you find that you need services, there are health professionals in that community that you can reach out to. And if not them, then, you know, Matcha, we, the app, can help find you the services that you need. And so it not only helps make it more accessible in terms of just ease of access, mm -hmm. um, but it also helps support professionals because if we're going to be honest, a lot of health professionals are not taken care of by their organizations or if they're, you know, solo, it's, it's a lot of work to take care of yourself like that. And um, I think that we recognize it has to go both ways. It's not just making it more accessible for people, but it's supporting health professionals who are doing those services. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And I love, so I'm assuming and tell me, um, that so for the matching up part that is in the United States so people will probably say hey Shaylee why are you getting involved you're in Canada but the I would benefit from the other parts which is joining the groups and, and that kind of thing right and then perhaps um, perhaps some other no people in Canada or in those groups maybe um you know we can comment and tell tell each other that so i think it's worldwide but there's a little bit the focus of matching is in the states am i assuming yes 
Um, sort of. So with, um, sort of, you know, with um, like, you know, the teletherapy services that we offer, yes, it is within the United States. Right. Um, and for providers, because, you know, uh, our telehealth platform outside of the app that we have currently, um, we are looking to, again, expand the services that we provide outside of just mental health professionals. Yeah. Um, so that being said, health professionals who join the app don't have to join through Matcha. So they don't have to, you know, like be hired on under Matcha to have their services on the app. They can, and we can give them further support, but that's not, um, it's not required by any means. I mean, if you're a health professional, you could just go on there and, you know, just say, hey, these are my credentials, but I don't offer services on the app, or I don't want to link my services on the app. Um, and because of that, we we want to make it clear that we are open like worldwide. Obviously, right now our capabilities are just in English, but that does not limit it to just you know the United States by any means. Yeah. Um, and that includes both creators and health professionals. Um, obviously, there's you know a bit more red tape to work through, but we are we're really open to whatever we can do for yeah. everyone involved. You know, and that includes um, connecting with people outside of the United States. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I'm sure it'll evolve as it gets started as as well. And so um, tell me, what were you thinking? So there's a kajillion apps out there, right? Mm -hmm. So when Matcha was thinking of making an app, usually you would think of something that's like, what is missing and what is a need that we can fill? And um, I know you've talked a little bit about that, but I would love to hear from you as going on as a mental health advocate. And you didn't start like, I'm going to probably like me, like I'm going to get a big following talking about mental illness. Like, I feel like that wasn't in our plans, no. <laughs> but, but happened. And so tell me what you, what you thought was missing and why you linked up with this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I definitely did not intend for that. <laughs> I was manic. And so I started making jokes about bipolar disorder. Before that, I did not want to talk about it online. Yeah. Uh, but you know how that goes. Yeah. Makes you, makes you very brave. And creative. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I started making, you know, content about bipolar disorder. And then a few months into that, my boss found me, found my social media and then um, asked if I wanted to apply to be the social media intern for Matcha. So this is like a year and a half ago, okay? Yeah. And so, you know, sees my, my social media, asks me to interview, and then I've been on as their social media person ever since. Um, and so one thing I always really liked about Matcha is how personal and genuine it is, um, both within the team and with the people involved, clients and professionals. Mm -hmm. And so as TikTok has developed and as I, you know, moved on uh, over, or I moved some of my content over to Instagram to sort of reach more people, um, I really started to feel the difference between TikTok two years ago and TikTok now. Mm -hmm. um, TikTok two years ago was a lot more lighthearted. Um, it was fun. It was it felt like you were more cared about by the app. And so I'd say that the the number one thing that I think is missing from other social media apps mm -hmm. are apps that actually care about their creators, that care about their creators' voices, that hear their voices and actually take it into account to support their creators. 
Um, I think everyone can agree for the most part that TikTok does not care about you. Neither does Instagram. <laughs> um, and so the way that, especially me, because I'm the only creator on the team, the way that I've really been <clears throat> using that um, in my work on this app um, is that I've been meeting with most of the creators personally. So I reach out to them. We talk, I ask them, you know, hey, like, what would you want on an app like this? Here's, you know, like brief synopsis. What do you think needs to be a feature? What would draw you to the app and what would make you feel safe? And so, you know, from that, we've gotten so many different responses and we've worked on developing different parts of the apps with different creators um, who had suggested some really great ideas. Mm -hmm. um, and so because of that, I know that we are valuing our creator voices because when we have, you know, like work meetings, my boss is like, okay, what have the creators said this week? Like, what's the most important? Let's, let's prioritize. Yeah. Um, and so I think just the idea, the concept of having an app that actually cares about me and my content is really exciting. Yeah, um, yeah because- Same, because with, I know with Instagram and like I hang out there a lot, you know, um, that's where, where a big community is because podcasting, like I can't <laughs> talk to people, just the person I'm interviewing. So, but I'm, there's like this fear of hashtagging different, mental health because it gets blocked or monitored or and we don't know and we know there's no denying and I'm very grateful for even being able to like get things out there but um I I there was about five or six months that I was I guess shadow banned or whatever and it showed it to no one like zero people to go from growing 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 to no one and I kept going but it because I'm like I'll reach the one but when you're doing all that work and you see like booty dances getting all of and no offense if you want a booty dance you go for it but you know more than that and also um certain people I know there's a creator that I I spoke with that they asked to do the money thing right for to pay them to do the reels and then as soon as they found out it was oh you you can't do that because it's mental illness so they re reneged right is that the right word? I feel like I just didn't use that right, but whatever. And so, <laughs> so all that to say, my big ramble is that I'm really, really excited about that because I don't know about you um, as a creator, I, I get lonely. It's, it's lonely, right? And like, I'm laughing at myself or whatever, making the reels or whatever, but yeah, it's really, I don't know, sometimes it feels like you're, yeah, like, a, like I'm alone in this. And so I'm really excited um, to find community. And a lot of people, which it's lacking is like, oh, can I, you know, can you run a Zoom and, and host a bunch of people and, and whatever. And I, there's just too much for me to do that I can't do that. But, uh, you know, like running a conversation there, it seems a little bit easier than comments and commenting back. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you really hit me there with the lonely. When I started making content about bipolar disorder two years ago, I never saw anyone else. I mean, I'm so serious. I don't remember ever seeing any other content about bipolar disorder um, unless it was a one-off. And yeah. I really didn't start getting those until like several months into it. And, and a lot of times it was my friends sending me it. And it's only like in the last um, 
like few months that I've met like actual creators who talk about bipolar disorder consistently. Yeah. Um, and I, I get more like one-offs now. I don't know if you saw that one video of the the Christmas sweater that said the bipolar express. Yeah. I got, I'm not even kidding. Four of my friends sent me that. <laughs> that's, that's. Okay, yeah, I get it. Uh-huh, I'm your token bipolar friend. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. But then I'm kind of like, yes. And I kind of put myself out there as that. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's completely fair. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think the thing about this app that is so wonderful is that it will connect to everyone and support everyone, users, creators, health professionals, everybody, because I would, you know, when I finally started to create, no, connect with more creators, um, I was like, oh, okay, this is like kind of fun. It's like kind of nerve wracking, but like now I have friends who kind of understand more of my experience. Um, and, you know, especially being the creator person, both outreach and like social media for Matcha, um, I get to meet with everyone. And so I'm making yeah. like, kinds of friends. Um, and so I think that, um, I think it's gonna do a lot of good for a lot of different reasons. And um, something else that I, I wanted to chat about actually, you mentioned, yeah. Um, you know, kind of being lonely on the apps and having um, things suppressed, especially, especially if it is a person from a marginalized community, you know, if it is, um, I mean, like if you're gay, not a man. And because it's true, right? I feel like I have a little bit extra privilege. I 100% do because I'm white cisgendered. It's unfortunate that a, a lot of people you know, we'll, we'll listen. And I come on, like, I don't look like this every day, right? Like if this is my little, like, I'm so vulnerable. This is my little mask that I put on the lipstick, right? I feel like I put my heart out there and all of my used to be shame stories. So, but I, you, you hundred percent are right. Like even within, uh, you know, a marginalized mental illness area that I'm in and one of more severe ones, I, I definitely have privilege. So yeah, you go. Uh, yeah. And I just, I wanted to word it better, but the the thing that you mentioned earlier were like inter, was intersectionality within mental illnesses, because that also extends to race, gender, religion, um, sexual orientation, all of that. And so I think that that's something other apps are not able to account for. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they have the capability. I mean, trying to organize anything anywhere on like TikTok or anywhere that's not Pinterest or like Discord, okay? Yeah. Um, it's hard. And so having, you know, communities that are not only like specific health communities, but specific experience communities, because, you know, having social anxiety, okay, and having social anxiety as an autistic person, different. It, they're two totally different experiences. And um, you're not going to get the same level of community and comfort trying to fit into one when you have a more specific experience and then if you want to get even like you know more into that what about um anxiety for people in the lgbtq plus community because there's going to be different anxieties about coming out about familial issues about um you know fears around relationships and being perceived by the world i mean it's just it's completely different and Mm -hmm. that needs to have a space held for it um, that is not, you know, just your, your basic community. Yeah. And so I think we'll, I think it really touches on 
that sense of loneliness. Like you can say community as much as you want, like community, yeah. building a community. What does that mean? You're not alone. Yeah. There are people there who understand, even if they can't help you, yeah. having someone there be like, I've been there. I'm so sorry. Um, like, you know, can I sit with you? Or, you know, I've mentioned this, I think before about my discord server for people with bipolar disorder, but we have, you know, questions about bipolar disorder channels and we have the suicidal ideation or the ideation watch channel for people who are experiencing suicidal ideation and just need someone to sit on a call with them. Yeah. Um, I think that that's, it's a lot more impactful being organized than somewhere, you know, like TikTok or, or Instagram. But at the same time, social media, it works. I mean, short form content, it can really work. And, and I think short form content like on TikTok kind of revolutionized the way that people consume health information. Yeah, it's something that I, I even learn about, like in my public health graduate courses, learning about um, like educational health um, theories, like frameworks for health behavioral changes. Um, and it, it's there, it's all, all right there. And so, you know, just making a community app, I don't think it would have the same impact as having a video-based community app because yeah. it's, it's a person you're seeing you're, you're getting that personal touch. You're getting those skits and those jokes and a person just sitting there being so vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I love that. That's, it's so true. And I love that you're not asking people to get rid of the social media apps. You're just providing something that isn't there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, what really excited me about it because the more places that we can talk about things, the better. And I do like the video because with the, the hypomania, the not being able to sit still or whatever, you're right, the short-term contact. And I mean, I have um, uh, tr trouble with working memory. So I can like memorize a tick, like, you know, the TikTok sound, but it will connect me to the facts. So if we can do the videos on Matcha and connect it to facts or experiences, we're going to remember that. And so I know now, like sometimes when I'm not coping well, I'll remember a sound and I'll remember like an influencer or like a creator or whatever the, the fancy names are. Um, and I'll think, oh yeah, she, you know, she, he, they showed a technique that I could call my nervous system, but I'm like, you know, that, oh, which one's in my head right now? You know, the one I put it in the microwave. I don't know. How oh my God, the bow boredom song. I've had it stuck in my head. Both, like my roommates and I, we like share, because, you know, we all either have like ADHD and or autism. And so we share stims and, you know, it's in different ways, but we share them. And one of them has been between me and one of my other roommates. And it's been, I put the packet on the glass. Yeah. Well, and so we just do it and it's it, you know I totally get it. I'm trying to figure out I'm like I'm not going to do it I'm not going to do it and I'm like well I already have it memorized how can I make this right but I'm like can't decide if I want to be the one that's like frustrated or the one that's like someone's frustrated with yes <laughs> but see like that I can talk to you about that right whereas like for example I'm older than you. I know people watching would never believe it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm 44. And so, and my husband doesn't understand Instagram. So I'm trying to like talk to him about my day and reels. And he does this, like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I would love for you to summarize the things you're excited about because we are clearly excited. And I'd love to, yeah. Can you summarize those for us? 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, in summary, uh, it's really just, it's, it's, we're just creating a better space for people to share their health content, to learn about health content and to like really connect with others without having to fight outside forces like algorithm politics. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about how good your video is going to do when you're trying to get it to the people who need to see it. Yes. Um, I'm personally really excited about that. Um, and so we are launching like in the new year um, and we're starting like beta testing at the end of December. Um, that will help us, you know, really get a feel for our creators enjoying it. Is this what they want? Is this what our users want? Like we really want to make sure that we are hearing their voices um, and, and applying it to the app. Um, hmm. So there are actually, um, you know, we are reaching out to creators, we're reaching out to health professionals, um, we're reaching out to anyone. It doesn't even have to be like a creator creator, um, but I've been talking with everybody about it. Um, and so there are actually a lot of ways to get involved um, as far as beta testing. Um, we'll start that, like I said, at the end of December um, and anyone and everyone is, you know, welcome. We would love to have all kinds of people to, to really help us get everything um, before we like, for sure, like fully launch uh, in June. Yeah, so what is the actual Instagram handle to get the information to then go over to the app? Yes. So um, we are uh, matcha.health pretty much everywhere. Um, you know, TikTok, Instagram, we even have some YouTube shorts, you know, trying that out. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, you can follow us there. Um, and we are also sharing some of the creators who are on board with us, um, who have, you know, uh, been willing to share some of their vulnerable stories. Overall, I'm really excited just because it will be a safer place um, and a place that actually listens to people like me, creators, uh, mentally ill people, um, those in the LGBT community. Um, you know, it's 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 going to be a really supportive place, I think, for everyone, and I'm really excited about it. Um, and I know that you, like people like you, are, are excited about it too. All the creators I've been meeting with, and you know, getting their perspective and their thoughts and you know their involvement and people who are on board like we're all so excited about mm -hmm. what this could mean for being able to share content and connect with people without having to fight an algorithm or algorithm politics um you know again with the intersectionality and being aware of um what might be suppressed um in the algorithm um and so we are inviting pretty much everyone to get involved i mean whether you're a big time creator just looking for a better place to move your content to or start sharing um or you're just a person who has never made a single tiktok or reel in their entire lives i mean we have all of those people um yeah. every person's perspective is important it doesn't matter how many followers you have it's about yeah. what stories you have to share and and what you have to contribute to a community with people you relate with um and so obviously you know here, Shaylee is getting involved with us as a creator, um, and she's just, you know, giving her, giving us her insight. Um, but we also have beta testing starting up at the end of December for the launch in January to really make sure that our app is what you guys want it to be as much as what we want it to be for you. Um, and so, uh, actually, you know what, Shaylee, I sent you that user survey prototype. Yes. Um, yeah, a little user test, and um, it basically just kind of 
asks you like a couple questions, but what it actually does is shows you a preview of the app and like lets you interact with it. And yeah. so it kind of you know follows um, what you think intuitively you should do to do, like create a community or like make a post. Yeah. Um, but that will give everyone like a much clearer idea of it. It's hard to like describe it in words. Uh, yeah, and um, if you go to, we're, we're matcha.health pretty much everywhere. <laughs> um, and if you go to our account, you'll see some of the creators who are on board, um, who we've started sharing some of their content, just like give people a, a better idea of what it is we're doing. We're not just, you know, pandering to one audience. We are really for anyone and everyone. Um, and we're trying to share everybody's stories. Um, so if you are in, uh, interested in getting involved, whether that's you know, creating videos for the first time ever, or if you just want to do beta testing, or, you know, if you have some other way of, of getting involved, we've had, um, you know, artists um, come in and offer their help. We've had, um, like, professional, like, social work, nonprofit experienced oh. people come in and help us develop some things for support for creators, and I'm creating a discord for everybody to, like, meet and join, for the, you know, the creators and um, like, you know, people who are involved with like moderating content or, you know, whatever, just to, again, give that sense of community, because um, that's really, really what we're going for. So, um, yeah, you can link that and our, our socials. And um, if you're interested, you can also, um, I'll just give y'all my work email. Um, it's mick at matchahealth.io. I feel like it's, it's what I'm about, right? It's what I'm telling stories, getting stories out there. And I think too, like you can make your username because sometimes people don't, I get a lot of private messages. People don't want to comment um, with their name name, right? So you could do, if you're someone that um, hasn't told people yet, you could make your username, you know, a, a little bit more anonymous. We hope to get to know everybody, but we understand that not everybody has told told folks right and so I I like that I think that that's really powerful and if you're someone like older younger let me tell you I did the the test that Mick was talking about and um the when I could see it it made even more sense so really <laughs> sign up to do to do that right because sometimes words are hard when we're talking about technical things so yes and um the we'll see the dates roll up and I think that that is all we wanted to tell you on the podcast today. Um, I'm very excited. I know, I know. And it's it's so funny because we're not even on the app yet. And no, Nick and I are like, wait, you know that sound? Or what? Or, yeah. or we're going to do the microwave sound. And to me, like, that just makes me feel like less alone. And that's the biggest thing, right? What, what do we want? We want to belong and we want to feel known. And I feel like the app will do that. And so. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. And I also have Bo Burnham's, is it microwave popcorn? Is that what it yeah. is? It's in my head. <laughs> totally totally so now that we've said it on the podcast we have to figure out how to do it <laughs> all the way from Canada to the United States we're gonna figure it out I know that's so fun well <laughs> first time doing this and I don't I haven't gotten involved in a lot of things because um but I really believe in this and I really love hanging out with you so um you can trust me you can trust me and um yeah 
tell them, tell them what you want, because I'm excited for this to be an us thing. And yes. not someone in boss of us. <laughs> <laughs> right? Instagram, you can boss me around. I'm, I'm going to visit Matcha. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, this is Bipolar, getting involved with Matcha. Thanks again for tuning in. You can find video versions of This Is Bipolar on our YouTube channel. We also have all our previous and soon-to-be future episodes of the podcast on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, and Google Play. We spend most of our time on Instagram at this.is.bipolar. There is a vibrant community there where we have conversations and post different ideas and different strategies and we'd just love for you to join us there. It is so helpful if you enjoy our work or think it would be helpful to someone if you could like and share and save and follow us in all or any of those spaces. If you're a listener for the podcast, if you could leave a review, we would be forever grateful. Again, thank you for being here with us. Let's get the word out. Let's share lived experiences so that we can change the ideas that people have about bipolar and help those of us that live with it feel less alone. This is bipolar.